When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Smash. We got Detroit and Tampa Bay. Detroit is favored on the road here at minus three, 43 and a half over under. Detroit has been four and one against the spread. I don't normally like betting on them when they're on the road, but I think they're just the better team here with a low uh, line that they have to cover. So I am going to take Detroit here to cover at minus three against Tampa Bay. Uh, Jared Goff still a top 12 quarterback for me this week, and we're still not playing Baker Mayfield in most 12th league team leagues. David Montgomery, RB6, awesome. Rashad White, volume-based, RB2. Nothing really changes there. I had Jameer Gibbs give you guys an update. Hamstring issue, didn't practice again today. So we'll have to see if he's even going to be available at all this week. Amon Ross St. Brown on the other side, though. Abdomen issue, did come back to practice today. Does expect to play this Sunday. Mike Evans, hamstring issue, did not practice today coming out of the bye. That is not a good indicator. I'll obviously talk to Brian Scott about all of that tomorrow night at 9.30 here on this YouTube channel, the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Um, but I'm not expecting good news about Mike Evans right now. And this obviously, this greatly affects Chris Godwin. If, if Evans is available, then Godwin goes from a wide receiver two to a wide receiver three. Uh, Evans is the one getting the touchdown red zone looks. He's yeah. still been Baker's number one read more times than not when both are on the field. But if Evans is going to miss, Godwin goes from being wide receiver 30 to wide receiver 24 for me, just to throw that out there. Uh, Chris, I think people had an unreasonable, or at least some of the people I've seen anyway, an unreasonable expectation on Jameson Williams and what he was going to do week one. I was actually impressed that he played 28 snaps personally. I, that was more than I thought he was going to get, and he's only going to get ramped up from there. What's your outlook on Jameson Williams for the rest of the season? I love Jameson's talent. I'm not as excited for the rest of the season, particularly unless somebody gets hurt. Um, you talk about the snaps he got last week. I think a big part of that was because St. Brown did not play. Needed to have somebody out there that could do something other than Josh Reynolds. Um, so I think that Reynolds is kind of the key. Reynolds being effective and being involved in his offense and Laporte as well, but Reynolds particularly, it's hard to be able to for Jameson to have that role he's looking for. You need kind of Reynolds to, to kind of go away for, for Jameson to actually have a chance to be a guy you can put in your lineup week in, week out. Otherwise, he's going to have a blow up here or there, Dan, but we're never going to be able to guess for it. Now, it's something, you know, we talk about consistency. I'm not, I, while I like the blow up spots, I don't want to have no clue when they're ever coming. No, yeah, when, that's a fair point. Reynolds has been a little bit banged up over the past couple of weeks. I just think Jameson Williams will overtake Reynolds at some point yeah. this season. And I think you're holding him for, for that moment. This is a number one round. I just think the Gibbs thing makes it hard. That's why I'm more concerned is like, 
You're going to feed a lot of guys. And you're having a hard time feeding them as it is. Sorry, I mean, cut you off. No, no, no. I, I, I can understand that with the Gibbs. But with Williams, he's the, he's kind of, we can use the Waddle thing, you, five, six targets. That's kind of all he needs to be able to kind of produce for you as that boomer bust wide receiver. The difference is Dolphins are going to throw the ball all the time. Detroit's going to try to run the ball. They're, they're showing you kind of their, their true colors in a lot of ways this year where they're not necessarily, you know, golf had a nice touchdown pass last year. He, last week, I should say, wasn't lighting it up through the sky. Um, that running game is very effective for them. They kind of build their ammo off of that. And I think that's hard enough where I have concern where I don't think Detroit's necessarily me at home. I might be able to play two receivers, but on the road, we know the offense kind of travels differently. And it's usually when the running game shows a lot more as well. I just think Gibbs and St. Brown are going to be the guys who are kind of prioritized in the passing attack. And the other guys kind of get the leftovers, which we're concerned about Jameson. That's all. Uh, the, the biggest key boomer bus wide receiver threes are, ma- are matchup based, which is what I was about to just get into. It's going to be yeah. matchup based, going to be game script dependent. I, I think with Jameson Williams, I'm still holding him on my roster is my overall point, but you guys are going to have to wait a while before we can actually start playing him on a predictability uh, level. Uh, obviously Sam Laporta top five tight end. You guys, anything else for this game? What about this game has you having Baker Mayfield as the lowest ranked starting quarterback in the whole league? Because his name's Baker Mayfield, Dan hates yeah. Baker Mayfield, and no Mike Evans. So I don't know. I don't know if he even throw. He might throw a touchdown in this. I game. will say, Dan. My That's one thing I would point. encourage that you talked about. You know, Godwin, where you have him. I'm not saying that you, you know this guy that I want to argue about necessarily. But if Evans doesn't play, I think Godwin's a must play in your lineups this week if you have. Him. Well, he would be a wide receiver too for me, which means I would oh, be yeah. plugging him into my starting lineup. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be. I'd definitely be using Godwin if Evans doesn't play. If Evans plays, Evans is the guy there, and he's shown that already. I just. I don't know. I don't know that even if Evans doesn't play, I don't know that Baker is the absolute worst starting quarterback play in the league this this week. That's 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 my whole point. Detroit's defense has been better. He wasn't very good when Evans left before, other than trying to get the ball to Chris Godwin. They don't have a lot of other weapons uh, besides that, especially not ones that are explosive. I don't know. I don't like the matchup. Sorry. Sure. Uh, we'll, we'll have to find it. Where where do you got him at? <laughs> I've got him at eighteen. I've got him ahead of ECR. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. If we had a rankings difference that would, uh, for the Raheem Mostert and Saquon Bart, we don't have one because we don't even know if Saquon's going to play, but that was in the biggest MD showdown of all time. Uh, <laughs> but Chase, so you got him at 18, I got him at 30. What's, yeah. what's the sweet number there? Is, that, is it 24, 25, 24? 24. 24. Yeah, 24. Right, so if you better QB 24, you can win that one. If he's less than the QB 24, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. Uh, let's move on to our next match.